0: Hey everyone, this is Samara Luna with the Tree of Life Hour here on the Pagans Tonight Radio Network. We've had a small emergency come up tonight and will not be able to do a live show. However, I do have one of our first shows that we are going to replay tonight from five years ago, over five years ago, I should say. And we are discussing pagan professionalism. So, please enjoy this rebroadcast, and we will be back next week. Everyone have a blessed evening. Hi, this is Samara Luna. Go ahead, Samara. (laughs)
1: Sorry, this is Samara Luna,
0: and this is the Tree of Life Hour, and I am here with Ravenfire.
1: Good evening, everyone, or good morning, or good afternoon or wherever
0: you are in the world today. And um, our subject today, we are going to be talking about um, different uh, professionalism amongst leaders in the pagan community, and hopefully as a way to deter, um, I hate the term, but I'm going to use the term witch wars. Um, So pretty much, you know, one group or or different groups or elders or leaders in the community, uh, kinda, you know, fighting amongst each other or with each other and it just kinda makes the pagan community look bad as a whole in the area and, you know, it kinda turns a lot of people off from being in groups and involved in their community.
1: Exactly, and this kind of grew out of um a thesis that I kind of had um that professionalism mm. can work well no matter what um, now, I'm not suggesting that this is the end all be all as a hundred percent foolproof way to prevent a witch war, but um it gives us some food it gives people a, some food for thought. And that's what this topic kind of um, grew from. So um, I guess we should just dig right in. Shall we, Samara?
0: Sure. So um, the first thing that we wanted to talk about is is not really a leader problem. It's also a community problem as a whole. And that is just manners, <laughs> just being polite in general. And just showing respect to other people, not just other, you know, elders or leaders in the community, but other people in general.
1: And something that I've learned uh, through the years is that uh, manners, words such as please, thank you, calling someone sir, calling someone ma'am, tend to go a long way with people. a um, thing that I learned from my mom and my grandmother is it's so much easier to catch flies with honey than it is with vinegar. And just a little bit of politeness for some people goes a very long way. And I'm not saying be polite to be, like, sickeningly polite, but, you know, if you're talking to someone and you don't know their name or, you know, sir or man... Usually is appropriate for almost anyone, even even if you don't know their name, um, or even if they, you know, if they correct you and say, "Oh no, call me so and so." That's fine, but it's kind of a, a a level of courtesy, kind of a level of respect. What, what do you what do you have to say, Samara?
0: I agree. Um, I know some people don't like to be called Sarah, ma'am. Um, it kind of makes them feel old. But, you know, that's also when people can, you know, correct you and say, oh, call me Samara. Oh, call me whatever. Um, you know, don't take, and I just don't think, some people take offense to it when they shouldn't. It, it is a sign of respect that you're giving someone that you're not just calling them, hey, you.
1: Well, and I'm a very firm believer um, if I want people to respect me and respect my ideas and positions on things as a person, you know, I also need to be the type of person to show them the same respect that I want them to show me. So I'm very much a firm believer in that even though I'm not a big fan of people calling me ma'am, I am a firm believer in showing people the same respect and courtesy that I would like to be shown. And right. And it really it really does go a long way with with people and I work in a in a job and as a lot of you know I've often said I can't discuss exactly what I do but I work with people who can sometimes be rather difficult and I've learned that just a little bit of politeness calling people sir calling people mister or miss that level of courtesy kind of helps people calm down. You know, I'm not doing it to be, I'm not doing it to condescend. I'm not doing anything. It's just like I want you to respect me, so I'm going to respect you as a person. I may not like what you have to say. I may not like your views. But I'm still going to respect you as a person, as a human being. And I think that that's sometimes... I think sometimes that we are so informal in our communities because paganism did kind of grow up in some respects in an informal setting that sometimes we don't necessarily think that we need to be a little bit more, I'm not saying like super formal in our interactions, but kind of be mindful of, you know, the manners our our parents taught us, you know, to, to say please and thank you. And sir, or ma'am, or Mister, or Miss, just as a form of respect. It's not condescending. It's just showing that we're we're showing respect to the people that we're speaking with or talking to.
0: Right, and I, I've also found, you know, I've worked various jobs within. You know, the service industry, The you know, I've also been in professional positions. So I've also found that regardless of how someone is treating you, when you call them sir or ma'am, it catches them off guard for a minute. Um, If they're talking down to you or if they're angry or upset about something and you call them sir or ma'am, it does catch them off guard for a moment and they're like, oh, well, this person's actually talking to me like I'm a human being. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it it may not be something that people think about a, a lot, but it is something that you know can can put you put you in a position that'll take you a, a long way, regardless of if you're in a leadership role or just you know just someone in the community that wants to help out or do things. You know, if you use that that term um, with everyone that you talk to, if you don't know their name, it's going to it's going to get you a long way. So, um, what other common courtesies besides "ma'am" and "sir"? Do you do you think is something that you know our community as a whole can can pick up and use? Um.
1: Hmm. Well, I think one thing is, is like if there's an event, um, if you're a guest at an event, one thing that's always polite is to ask if you can help clean up or help pick up for a couple minutes afterwards. Uh, it, it really goes a long way for people. Um, like at a local pagan pride day at a circle or something where, like, a place has to be rearranged and then put back in place. It, it, it's really, really helpful if you say to like the hosts or the people who are in charge. You know, you know, is there is, is there anything you need help with? Or asking people if they, if they need help. It's to me that's kind of a courtesy thing. It's like you're going to a potluck. Make sure you bring a dish to feed people,
0: um, right? And if you're actually in that one of those leadership roles, whether it be a non profit organization a um circle coven kindred whatever if you're in if you are in that leadership role and you are seeing helping out another organization or another circle or coven by doing things like this, you're being a great role model. you're showing others, hey, we may have our differences, but I'm still helping these people.
1: Well, and not only that, especially if you're, like, in a leadership position, I think one of the best things you can say to someone who's helping you out, thank you for helping me. Um, because we had some help at Little Pagan Pride Day setting up and taking our booth down. And I was very grateful to the people who helped, who helped tear our booth down and helped pack my van up. You know, it's like, thank you very much for your help. I really appreciate it. You know, I can't can't give you anything monetary for your time, but for a lot of people, a simple, thank you very much, I appreciate your help, can really go a long way. Because number one, of course, it shows gratitude. And number two, it's very polite, you know. If someone says, you know, can I help you, and they help you, it's only right that you should say, thank you very much.
0: Right, because they don't have to help you. And when they are helping you, the thanks is the least you can do. Right. Um, And also, I just want to throw it out there. If anybody listening live would like to put in their little two cents on our conversation, feel free to call us at 347-308-8222. And if you want to be on the air with us and have a discussion with us, press 1, and we will put you on the air with us. So um, I just want to throw that out there because this is a conversation that we would like to have with everyone, not just us.
1: Yeah, and this is also something that we want to put out there for people to discuss amongst themselves. So feel free to discuss this amongst yourselves. Feel free to give us feedback on our Facebook page, Um, you know, I know there's going to be people out there who do not agree with us or agree with me or Samara on our opinions, but you know what? That's wonderful. It's I like hearing from diverse opinions. I may not agree with your opinion, but I like hearing from it because sometimes it makes me think, oh, hey, I never thought of it that way. And, that's and not
0: the necessary. point is also – Sorry.
1: And that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, hey, I never thought of it from that angle. Oh, now I see where this person's coming from.
0: Right. And, and the point is to not is to at least get the conversation going. Get the conversation going in your group or your area. You know, have that conversation out there with other people and say, you know what, I heard this. You know, being talked about on the True Life. You know our or on the radio Or however you want to put it and this Is something that I think our community should Address or this is something you know that we Can talk about and discuss And be like you know Maybe our, our leaders should be doing something Like this Right right
1: I mean it's this is a converse this is just a conversation and, and Like I said this is a thesis this is an idea That we've put out and You know this this is kind of our thoughts on the situation, and your mileage may vary. So.
0: Okay. And before um, we actually head into the next part of it, uh, I believe we should probably go ahead and take a short break. Okay. So um, I am going to let, board take over and go ahead and play a... My Mystic Gems Gems offers a unique and unusual variety of vintage and modern jewelry items. My handcrafted creations include steam clean jewelry, crystal and elemental designs, cosplay accessories... Wish wands and Beautiful Bullets, my signature line of peace jewelry. My designs are perfect for all gift occasions, including holidays, birthdays, and anniversaries, as well as bridesmaids and groomsmen's gifts for weddings. I do offer custom pieces and will work with you to create something special just for you. Visit my website at MyMysticGems.com to find links to both my Etsy and Artfire stores online you can contact me at MyMysticGems at gmail.com.
2: It days gone by When the world was much younger Man wondered at spring Born of winter's cold night Wondering at the games of the moon and the sunlight, they saw the and sewing and Circles for healing and working the weather Circles for knowing the moon and the sun circles for thanking the Lord and the lady circles for dancing the guns never done and around. all things
0: are back and that was Circles by Todd Allen and Friends. And I'm not sure, but that may be the same song that Tracy played earlier for the Priestesses show. And if so, I apologize. that <laughs> um, I was there's a little bit of confusion on which song I was wanting to play, but we will play another one that I was wanting to play at the next break. But that was a pretty good song. I think I found a new group to Um, To Find on Download onto my iPod So what about Mm. you Raven?
1: It is a nice song
0: Yes it is So um, And for those of you Who are wondering um, Just real quick uh, Serenity uh, Was not able to join us tonight He is taking a much-needed uh, vacation in Florida, and uh, Nikki is spending time with some family right now tonight. So they were not able to join us tonight.
1: Yeah, well, so, I hope. I hope, um, I hope Serenity has a safe and happy trip and safe journeys, and I hope. Nikki gets to have a lot of fun with her family and get some quality time in that she needs with them.
0: Right. So um, we will go on to our next subject as part of professionalism in the leaders in the pagan community and the community itself. And the next thing that we wanted to address is communication um, amongst leaders, groups, and organizations.
1: Yeah, because one thing that especially I have noticed with some of the so-called witch wars that I have seen a lot of times is a misunderstanding beto- that starts off very small. And it, it a lot of times it's a misunderstanding in communication that just blows up and, and can consume the entire community. And that's... Uh, what kind of what we're we're talking about here. So with that with that being said, um let's see. Um if if I go to group A and Samara goes to group B or say we lead group A and group B and I do things one way because I think it's the right way to do things. She does things another way because she thinks that's the right way to do things. Um, how how should how do you think such a disag- is it necessarily a disagreement, or is it a number one? Is it a disagreement, or is it a different way of doing things? And then how? And we actually how-
0: run into this personally um, because we're all in a group together that um, we solve our a box together, and we take turns leading uh, the rituals and writing the rituals, and we do run into this. And luckily the the people that are in our group are very accepting and very willing to try new stuff.
1: Right, right. But say you um, show up and you you kind of just don't agree with the way things are being done. How – How do you think it should best appropriately be handled?
0: Uh, Personally, for me, if you're showing up at another event or circle or ritual, you're not leading it, you're there as a guest, and you don't agree with how it's being handled, speak to the leader afterwards away from everyone. Bring, uh, I would say, you know, bring up the issues you had with it and maybe discuss why they do it that way. It may be something you never thought of. It may be something that once they tell you why they do it that way, it actually does make sense to you. You know, give them the opportunity to discuss it with you. Do, and right. I would say don't do it in a aggressive fashion, I guess is what I would say. Right, you right. know, make it an open discussion, and if you still don't agree, you know, well then it's just a group that's not for you.
1: Right, and and has nothing personal. You <laughs> pretty much read my mind on that. I would say to kind of watch your tone of voice and not say I can't. Don't go to a leader and say I can't believe you. You write your quarters this way, because that's one of our running things that we talk about in our little grove is that like I do quarters completely differently from the way everyone else does quarters and it's just because I I, my practice is completely different but it's one of those things where if I'm writing the ritual everybody knows that the quarters are going to be done this way because that's the way I do things but when someone else does a ritual it's like you know the quarters are going to be done their way because that's the way they do things. Um, But don't go up and say, you know, I can't believe you did it such and such way. Um, More polite way to say it is, um, I have a question. I have never seen the quarters called in that particular manner. I was curious, why do you do it that way? That is a very neutral question. You know, you're not accusing the person of calling the quarters wrong. You're just saying, you know, I've never seen the quarters called that way. Why do you do it that way? That way you can get clarification, because different people do call quarters different ways. Different people do different elements of rituals, different ways, and different people, you know, will, will tell you, you know, I do it this way because it feels right to me, to the deities I'm working with, the energy in that situation. Um, it, you know, and in turn, if you are a leader of a ritual. You know, just because someone is coming up and asking you, you know, I've never seen it done this way, why did you do it th- that way? They're not necessarily questioning you or your position. They're just a lot of times just asking for information. It's like, hey, I've never seen someone call the quarters that way. They're asking for that information. They're not, they're not saying, I can't believe that you would do it That way, or it's amateurish, or this or that, just because they, you know, because sometimes people jump to conclusions after what someone has said. And it's a lot of times it's good to sit back and listen to the question the person has said, you know, once again, back to the quarters, and just kind of respond to that question, you know, well, I do it this way because of this. And then you can kind of have a dialogue going you know it's and it's you know and there's a big diversity of opinions in our community and it's always to me it's always good to learn different opinions I may not agree with it but it's always interesting to have that knowledge tucked away in my head
0: and even if you don't agree with how something is done you may understand why that person does it that way You may not feel comfortable doing it that way yourself, but you understand why the person feels comfortable doing it that way for them. And and the other thing is, too, is as a pagan community, you know, whether you be Wiccan, Ossetree, whatever, um, you know, recreation, whatever, we always want other religions to be open-minded and to understand our point of view and to be accepting of us but it seems like there are so many people within our own pagan community that want that from other religions that they can't provide it to people within their own pagan community with other, you know, whether it be, you know, Alexandrian or or Ossetru or, you know, the Krillian tradition, whatever. You know, you have to, you have to practice what you preach. If you want people right. to be tolerant of you, if you want people to be accepting of you and to view your views, you got to be willing to do the
1: same. And I and I honestly also think that agreeing to disagree is okay. You know, I, right. I think there's a polite way to kind of agree to disagree. Like I'm going back to the quarters thing again. Samara and I do not call our quarters the same way. We don't even work with the same pantheon and deities. Mm -hmm. However, when she writes a ritual, it's going to be done her way, and I'm okay with that. When I write a ritual, it's done my way. And we've just kind of agreed, okay, in our own practice, we're not going to do a ritual that way for the group because the, the style doesn't feel right to us, but... You know, just because we don't agree with the way like we do quarters or stuff doesn't mean that I think Samara is a bad person or that Samara thinks I'm a bad person. It's just that we don't necessarily agree on 100% of the way we write our rituals, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that we just agree with it, and that's okay.
0: And to, to kind of play off of that, that's not a personal conflict for us. But there are people within the community that do have personal conflicts with other leaders or other members within the pagan community. And just because you have an issue with someone doesn't mean everyone else does, and it doesn't mean everyone else needs to know what your issue is. Exactly. Unless you have solid proof and evidence maybe that this person is harming someone. And I mean solid proof or evidence that you can go to the police with. But if it's something that someone else told you and t- someone else told that person, and it's probably not a smart thing to spread it because then you also look like a gossip and, like, you're trying to start stuff. Right,
1: right. And there is a lot, a lot of gossip in the community. And a lot of times it especially has to do over the one subject that everybody freaks out about, breakups. Like two people in the community will be together for a while and all of a sudden their relationship implodes. And then everybody around wants to know the magic word, what in the heck happens? And that can really start stuff swirling in the community. You know there isn't a to me I think there is an appropriate way to handle a breakup in the community, even a high profile breakup, which um in my mind is always it didn't work out between us um I really don't wish to discuss it right now, but thank you for your concern
0: and it doesn't just have to be a relationship breakup it can be people leaving other groups right and going there. to another group you know it in Honestly, if you think about it, and people leave churches in the Christian religion and go to other churches all the time, and it's not always a huge issue. Sometimes so, it's just because one church is closer, or they have more friends at another church. And it could be the same way with groups. You know, It could be that they have more friends with another group, or they just felt like they'd outgrown one group, or that they could learn more from another group it's not a personal attack on anyone, it's not a personal attack on in either group. And some people want to gossip and make it that like it is and it's
1: not. Right. Right. And and that and that goes back to, you know, just because you have a grievance with someone in the community also does not mean that the whole community needs to hear about your grievance. Because that is one way to where, you know, these these kind of battles and issues get started is where person A gets mad at person B, and then person A talks to person C, and all of a sudden, you know, people on every side, and they're kind of taking sides. And it's like when it's like a really minor kernel of an issue – It could have been worked out between the two of them if they just kind of had not tried to pull everybody and their brother in on their respective sides.
0: Right. It's like, you know, if you have a conflict with someone, especially if you haven't talked to that person about the conflict you have, don't be bringing other people in. Go to that person and talk to them. Maybe you can work it out. Or at least, even if you can't work out the conflict itself, maybe you can work out some kind of working relationship. Because we are all in this for the community. Most of the leaders in the community I know are in it for the community.
1: They're not in it for
0: control. They're in it for the community.
1: Right, right. And I'm also a firm believer of, you know, there are some people in the community on a personal level that I simply just do not like as a person. Don't, I don't like them as a person. You know, However, I can work with them on a professional level because they have value to the community. And just because I don't necessarily like someone as a person does not mean that I can't set aside what I consider my personal differences with this person and work with them on a professional level to help the community grow.
0: Right, and that's something that we actually, you know, when we decided to create the center, as the Board of Founders, that is one of our rules, that, you know, any personal conflict you have with anyone outside of the, the Board of Founders or even within the Board of Founders stays personal and will not be discussed publicly. No one outside of the two people or the board of founders will know that you have an issue with anyone else.
1: Right, and it it really it really kind of helps to kind of kind of help stand down some of the he said she said stuff. But, right, and but,
0: go on, there. Oh, I was just going to say, and that kind of leads into you know the whole social me- media thing.
1: Oh yes, yes. Facebook, Twitter and other forms of social media. <laughs> oh what what can what can we say about social media?
0: Um, well let's how about the the best suggestion that I've ever heard about making any posts on social media is don't post anything that you don't care if the world knows.
1: I happen to agree with you there, a hundred percent. Also, um, I would say kind of know what your settings are on your Facebook page before you post something, because I know there's a lot of people who are closeted. I'm not, but there's a lot of people who are closeted to their family and stuff. And if you you could make the wrong comment on a on a friend's page, and if you don't watch your settings. All of a sudden, you've been out into the world as being pagan when previously you had decided that you didn't want to be out for whatever whatever your reason is.
0: And also, don't forget that whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, they can change policies at any time. And your settings can be set completely different when they do some an update or something. You need to stay up to date on anything that they're doing and mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're setting their set the way you want them.
1: <laughs> right. And another thing you see on on Facebook all the time is talking about you know, people are talking about relationships, arguments, this, that, this, that. It's to me, it's like, I don't know. I, I have an issue with airing my dirty laundry on Facebook.
0: For one, it, some of it seems old, kind of high school.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll if honest. you're in high school, don't take
0: offense. The For those of us that aren't in high school anymore, we really didn't want to go back to that.
1: <laughs> well, and it 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 stems back to the gossip and the backbiting and stuff. It we don't, we kind of
0: want to prevent. Right. And and another thing is, is especially if you are a leader in the community, you want to look at what you're posting and think, is that something a leader should be posting? Right. Especially when it comes down to your personal life, because, Does everyone want to know any stuff about your personal life? Because, for example, I know me and I know Ravenfire and I both have two separate Facebook pages. And it's not because we're not open to our family and friends. It's because we have one set up to, just you know, talk to our direct family and friends and people that we know personally. And then we have our public persona to post and talk to people within the capacity as, and we both find it kind of funny that this term applies to us now, as leaders in the community. Because we may talk to our friends about stuff that's going on in our personal life, with our jobs, whatever, but we're not going to go out and post that same thing on our personal persona, persona that is set to public.
1: Yeah, and I happen I happen to agree with that. Um because, you know, there's stuff on my regular Facebook page that I would not post on my public Facebook page because my regular Facebook page is for family and friends. And my other Facebook page is is for, you know, as I say business use. And you know, it's it's kind of like on my business page, it's like People don't need to know who I'm in a relationship with or, you know, that I'm stressed out because of this or upset over this. You know, people don't need to know that. You know, maybe my friends do, maybe my family does. But, you know, the whole world doesn't need to know, you know, hey, I just got in a relationship or, hey, I just had a breakup. Or something like that. You know, the whole world doesn't need to know that. That's immaterial of what I'm doing now with my job in the community.
0: So um, we need to take our second break. Yes, we do. And when we come back, we will um, wind up our stuff with the social media and go on to what we will be doing next week and what's going on in the community. So I'm going to play the song um, that I was really wanting to play um, earlier, but there was some confusion. <laughs> but like I said, that was a good song. I've been introduced to a new group. But uh, I was wanting to play uh, the Circle song by Murphy, Night Rounders, that kind of goes along um, with, you know, our whole discussion tonight. It's also kind of known as the anti-witch war song. So I'm going to play that. And
1: we'll
3: be right back. They will never see a need that can't be solved with a curse. The point of view they take is that their tradition should come first. The dividing line they draw between the good guys and the worst is the circle that divides community. They go round and round in circle, but the logic's still the same. If you don't believe what I do, your tradition's pretty lame. The circle that you cast upon division is to blame. It's the circle that erodes community. For the circles are expanding, and it changes with the times. The circle has no corners and there are no straight lines. One hand leads to another with no one left behind. It's the circle that defines community. We go round and round in circle. We reach out for younger hands. We include all who desire it be they foe or be they friend. For our strength is in inclusion, not the side on which we stand. It's the circle that involves community. We go round and round in circle, and the circle ever grows. And the strength we bring together is the strength that each one shows. And ye harm none is our battle cry. May the circle never close. It's the circle that reflects community.
0: All right, and we are back. And that's a song that I know the first time I heard it. I was, you know, very... You know it really it really hit me about you know the circle reflecting community, and that is what the tree Life community center is all about and we want this to be for the community well, no, I so agree the
1: center it? a center by the community for the community
0: all right so um again, that is um. Circle song by um, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and it's also known as the Anti Witch War song. <laughs> so uh, we will finish up with our discussion on social media.
1: Yeah, um, let's see. Oh, I'd say another thing you have to watch on social media is. Um, especially on, our, on like with us on our professional pages, uh, what you comment on, um, like especially if there's people having conflicts, you know what you comment on and how you say what you say because in, on social media, especially, you can't tell voice inflection or facial expressions. All you get is words on a screen and. You have to be, sometimes you have to be very careful of how you choose your words and what words you put up on that screen. Because it can potentially, some words can be potentially taken the wrong way. When you, what you meant to say was X, but what came across was Y.
0: Right. And I know we, I mean, most people have ran into that words either texting on the phone, on Facebook. Uh, through an email, things don't always come across like you think they're going to come across,
1: right? And then the, the, you know, always goes back to the issue of communication. You know, if if someone says something and you're not entirely sure what they meant, a good rule of thumb would always be, I'm um, just curious, what did you mean by that? That's not necessarily a accusatory question it's just hey what did you mean by that i'm not sure what you meant i want to make sure that i heard your message right not that um i'm questioning what you said
0: right and someone even made a comment in chat saying that even hi has can be taken incorrectly
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes sometimes it can so or especially um, if you, um pronouncing Norse words
0: with Tucky acts, yeah, that can be taken <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> so um, kind of our point is, is with the social media is think before you post.
1: Very much. You know,
0: especially if you're, you know, you've got, you know, 2,000 friends on your friend list. <laughs> e- even if you're not, don't consider yourself a leader in the pagan community or any community, but you have 2,000 friends on your friends list, you might want to think about what you're supposed to. Do.
1: Well, and then here's a question: Is your boss on your friends list? Is your supervisor on your friends list? You know, do you have coworkers on your friends list? Are your coworkers on your friends list really your friends? You know, I, I, you know, I always think that good rule of thumb is to always, you know, think when you post that the whole world could see it.
0: Right. So, we are going to, um, this is actually a subject that there's a lot of things that we can address on. This is just part of it. Uh, We probably will be having future shows on, um, hopefully, you know, professionalism and trying to deter the term, which wars. Um, But today, we are going to have to kind of end our discussion there so that we can go on. And, you know, talk about what is going on in the community. So um, Ravenfire, do we have any announcements or events coming up in the community as a whole or locally? Hello? Okay, it looks like, I'm not sure what happened, Ravenfire, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. I um, accidentally dropped off the air for a moment. Okay. Ah, okay. So. <laughs> well, it was just a moment, so <laughs>
0: did you, uh, by chance were you able to hear what I asked you?
1: Uh, no, ma'am, I was not. Um, I had to call back in, so um, what oh, did you yeah. ask me? Um,
0: I asked you if you knew of any events or announcements that need to be made um, for locally or even, you know, the larger community-wise um, of anything going on.
1: Um, I really haven't heard of any. Um, no one's really contacted me with any events. Um, if you do have an event that you want us to promote on the Tree of Life Hour. Please um hit our Facebook page up at facebook dot com slash tree of life L O U K Y and we are more than happy to announce um, your event on our show. Especially if you are in the greater Kentucky area. Um but any anywhere is fine. We'll be more than happy to give your give your event or gathering a plug on our show. The right, only event that it- the only event that I. Event? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the only big event I know of that's going on right now um, is December 21st or 22nd, 2012 at 8 to 10 in the morning at Applebee's here in Louisville on Outer Loop. I know our listeners are probably getting tired of hearing us say this, um, but it's the We Survive the End of the World pancake breakfast and pajama party. It's going to be um, seven bucks a person. Come out and join us because it is really going to be a very, very, very fun time.
0: Right. And there is rumor of a zombie attack.
1: Where where, where did you hear such rumors of zombie attacks?
0: I can't say, but I heard there might be a huge group of zombies showing up.
1: Zombies are going to date our pancake breakfast? What?
0: (laughs) So everyone might want to come early to eat their pancakes in case they have to run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So I guess, um I guess we need to talk a little bit about, um we've had some changes going on here at the Tree of Life Show.
0: Yes, we will starting next week, we will be moving to Thursdays. So yes, it will be th- November twenty ninth on Thursday we we'll to be moving our time.
1: Yep. 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, or 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Um,
0: and so we will actually be opening um, during the first hour before uh, Reverend Terry and Reverend Dawn start their show.
1: That is most excellent.
0: Yes, I love listening to both of them, so I'm excited. And, yes, I am. Um, I am
1: very excited about about time change,
0: actually. Yeah, so we also get to move a little bit earlier in the day, so Yay! <laughs> it actually makes it easier on some of our other members too to be on the air. So we're excited about that. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should talk about next week's show. Yes. Um. Next week we will be doing the. First of many um, shows that we'll be talking about pagan dollars.
1: Yes, the first show of the Keeping Pagan Dollars Pagan Campaign. We are going to talk about the care and feeding of our wonderful pagan vendors. Um, we, I know for sure, we will have Amy Chappelle from Beloved Viking Vinyl um, on our show. I also believe uh, Bill Shook of Earth Circle Creations for sure will be on our show. Um, I. We plan on talking to a couple of other vendors um, to join us next week. Hopefully Nikki will be on our show next week. Um, We're talking about vending in the community and what we as a community can do to help our vendors and help our pagan businesses grow.
0: Right. And Ed may even be jumping by for a few minutes to discuss it with us. Awesome. Awesome. He, he's kind of become the 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 leader of the movement. Let's say,
1: <laughs> yeah, we we will say that we got the keeping pagan dollars pagan campaign idea. We got it from Ed Hubbard at Circle Quest. I will admit, yes, the idea was acquired from him. We just have decided to pick up the ball and run with it.
0: So that is um, what we have going on next week. Mm-hmm. And um we probably might want to post um a uh, I think they might be doing it somewhere else, but we might want to also post a schedule on our Facebook page at um it is Facebook dot com backslash tree of life. Uh K Y, right? No L O U K Y. Sorry, Branglet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Facebook.com backslash Tree of Life, L-O-U-K-Y. And we probably need to post our own schedule up there, too, of upcoming um, show subjects. So that way people can yeah, see I'm, that. And, well, and I
1: believe this show after our vendor show is um, we're going to talk about the local metaphysical, metaphysical stores.
0: Yes, that will be our show on December Was that, sixth?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, December sixth. Uh we will be talking to some of our local Metaphysical shop um owners. And we you do don't... have one confirmed right now.
1: Oh, and who's that? Who did who did you get to come on our
0: show? Uh, right now, uh, Lady G from The Matrix has agreed to come on and speak to us she said she will probably be a few minutes late but she has agreed to come on and speak to us about you know local metaphysical shops and um, we want to talk about more from the aspect of you know what they do for the community and what the community does for them also so it's not just going to be about pagan dollars it's also going to be about support for the community and the community supporting them so
1: yes and hopefully we will have a few more That was like an
0: excellent, excellent show. So, um, but next week will be our paying vendors. So, um, it is time for us to go.
1: Yes, it is. So, I will say good night and have a safe and happy weekend, everyone. And thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.
0: And everyone have a safe weekend of shop. Of hopefully everyone's out of the way of shopping and stuffed with turkey and kind of in comas right now. And we will talk to everyone starting next Thursday. So everyone have a good evening, good night, and good week.
1: Thank you for joining us on WSI-sponsored Pagans Tonight Radio Network. You can hear us every night right here on Blog Talk Radio or download us later on iTunes. Please check our schedule for accurate show times. For all questions, comments, or show suggestions, you can email us at paganstonight at gmail.com. And let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and now on LiveJournal. We invite you to tune in again tomorrow night. Good night and blessed be.